0: We want people to validate us in order to feel better about the decision. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's almost like you feeling something is not enough. Like, yeah. <laughs> you need other people to back you up to feel yeah. good about it. And it's like, well, maybe you don't feel that good about it. If you yourself don't have enough energy and enough positivity towards this decision, mm. then maybe it's not a good decision. If you yeah. need 10 other people to agree with you for you to feel good about it, maybe it's not a good decision. Like, the simplest thing is when you want to get back with someone, like, you don't tell other people because you know what they're going to tell you yeah and them telling you that makes you feel shitty about your decision so you're almost just like okay well you know what i don't gotta tell nobody this is my business okay <laughs> but like <laughs> you know what i mean no,
1: for sure. what is fucking Actually I can't cuss. <laughs> Actually I can. Okay. <laughs>
0: Cause we have an intro. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so if you guys didn't know, you can't like cuss in like the first like 30 seconds. Yeah. For YouTube where mm-hmm. you get like demonetized and shit. Mm-hmm. So I was like, wait a minute. And then I was like, wait a minute.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hello. Hi. Happy Friday. Oh my gosh, I feel like we're coming at you on a Friday, and we've been coming at you on the Monday Yes, for the past few weeks. How do you guys like the Monday pod? Yeah. I feel like the people have been fucking with it. I know, I feel like they like it. They really like it. Yeah. So if you want us to do something about that, let us know. Right, let us know. Let us know, we might switch it up. We're flexy. We're very flexy, for you. Mm-hmm, just for you. Okay, so you know <laughs> you know how like we've been in Mercury Retrograde, yes. and it's been annoying? Yes. I was thinking about how like it is so annoying how when Mercury retrograde is happening like it like sucks the energy dry of whatever season it's in like and it sucks because I love Taurus season I love to spend um, (laughs) money and I love to just you know indulge Mm -hmm. and eat
1: the good food exactly and like I love like the
0: slow slow moving like communication like everyone's chill and mellow during Taurus season usually and I feel like because of, obviously, eclipse season and Mercury retrograde, like, it just hasn't been hit. No.
1: It wasn't a good uh, Taurus season. Normally, yeah. I'm super lazy during Taurus season, and I kind of like it that way. Yeah. You know, like, I'm laying in bed, I'm working from bed, I'm just cozied up, watching right. my shows, eating good. Right. But, no, not this Taurus season. Yeah, lots of miscommunications, lots of frustrations. Um, Yeah, actually, I told Sarah just the other day – and I told y'all that I thought, you know, my new boss was a Leo man. He is not. <laughs> he is an Aries man.
0: That shit is so funny. Like, that's like the most Mercury retrograde shit ever. Right. Because you're like, oh, I know him. I know his energy.
1: Of course you're acting up like that. And then, right. And then you go
0: and read it and you're like, oh.
1: I was like, oh, I, I got that wrong. So see what had happened was on my job's website, they tell you – uh, When the person started at the company, and then sometimes they will share the birthday. So I was sometimes assuming that, you know, it was always just the birthday. Yeah. But it was actually his join time, and I found out he's in Aries because he told me on our, on our meeting. That's so fucking funny. And I was like, oh, here I was thinking I knew you. <laughs> That's <laughs> that funny. You said, and
0: I was reading him. Because, uh, yeah, so at my job we have the same thing, but like... Their birthday and their start date are always there. Mm. Like I think our operations team like puts it there. Yeah. Because they love to add like your your team can add, you know, your birthday on their calendar. I think that's why they have it there. And you, they take like, you know, birthdays very seriously, yeah. which I love and no, appreciate. I love that. Um and I've definitely had like mix ups where like both of them were there and I was like, No, I could have swore you were at Capricorn and it was actually like their start date. Yeah. Um, which, you know, makes a big
1: difference. And short... Sure. Does. <laughs> it sure does. Um, random tangent. How do you feel about people who don't like to celebrate their birthdays? I feel sorry for them. Yeah. I really do. Um, I think
0: it's sad. Yeah. Because you're here and you deserve to be celebrated. Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean? Life is not easy. No, it hurts. Uh, like it's hard for everyone. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just want people to celebrate like who they are, how far they've made it. It doesn't have to be, like, a big shebang, like... Right. But even if you just do it for yourself and you, like, get your favorite food or whatever it may be, um, I feel like everyone deserves to celebrate it. And, yeah, it just... It makes me sad when people don't like their birthdays. And I can't help but think that like growing up they weren't made to feel important
1: mm-hmm. and that
0: makes me even more sad
1: yeah no it breaks my heart when people don't like to celebrate their birthdays because it's the one day a year that is supposed to be it's your holiday all about you yeah like you celebrate other holidays you should celebrate your birthday and I feel like whenever I hear people say like oh you know I don't like to make a big deal out of my birthday I don't know why but I feel like it's now my personal job <laughs> to make- sure their next birthday is bomb or at least say happy birthday or get them a little something to let them know like people care about you you know and like you are worth being seen I feel like sometimes people like you said like they haven't been celebrated or um, they don't have anyone to celebrate with and it's like it doesn't have to be a big thing you can yeah. do it on your own and I actually encourage you to celebrate your birthday on your own too. Like I buy myself a nice gift every single year, you know, and I take myself out to a nice meal because I love me, you know? But also if you don't love you, I still encourage you to do that so you can start to fall in love with you. Exactly. You know, because you're amazing. And you, you deserve to be celebrated. You
0: are. I was going to say me too, but I'm like, I buy myself nice things all, all the time. time. <laughs> on my birthday, I just
1: have a reason why I yeah, do it. Yeah, I just go like extra, extra on my birthday. Right.
0: <laughs> and even just yesterday, um, I was talking to one of my coworkers, who's a Taurus, and you know, she said her birthday was last Friday, and I had no idea, because like, we don't go into the office on Fridays, mm. and she was telling me that she was really sad and like all mm. these things, so like on my lunch I went to like my favorite like cupcake place and I got her some treats and it made her so happy oh, and it made me happy that yeah. I made her happy like just little things like that to mm-hmm. make people feel seen and appreciated
1: mm-hmm. goes
0: a long long way and it makes you feel
1: good it does it really does and like I said I feel like everyone needs to be celebrated at least one day yeah a year absolutely you know
0: mm-hmm. okay so speaking of birthdays mm-hmm. I actually had a um, topic that kind of relates to this, okay. talking about this lifetime. Mm-hmm. Um, so I saw this quote, and I forgot what the actual quote was. Or no, it wasn't a quote. It was like a picture on Twitter, um, like kind of like a meme, but not funny, like this like interesting picture. And it said, how do you interpret this? And I wish I had the picture, but I don't. But I just remember replying to it, and I said, the knowledge we seek is within us. Mm. Because that's how I interpreted the picture. Um, and it made me think, like, about that quote. Like, the knowledge we seek is within us. I've always believed that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, growing up, like, you know, going to Sunday school and being religious, um that quote was also always at the forefront of my mind of like, you know, everything you need is within you. Mm -hmm. You just have to want to figure it out. Mm -hmm. Um, and it made me think about past lives. Mm. So I want to have a conversation about past lives. And, you know, I was thinking like, what if we're meant to have like some sort of like aha moment in this life when our, Past lives consciousness meets with this life's consciousness. Mm. And is that when we become like the most happy mm. because we integrate the lessons we learned in our past life with this life?
1: Yeah. You know?
0: Uh-huh. Ooh. Because I feel like it's it's crazy to think that, yeah, I mean, you can believe in what you want to believe, but I believe in past lives. Um, And in astrology, your south node is meant to be your past life, like your past life's energy, what you were doing in the past life. And your north node is your destiny in this life. Um, So I've always believed in past lives. And I do believe that like everything we went through in our past lives, like it was a learning lesson, an opportunity to Mm -hmm. integrate into this life. Mm -hmm. Um, But if, you know, depending on when it happens for you, maybe you just haven't had that aha moment where like, oh shit, like this is what I'm meant to learn in this life. Yeah. You know? And like, what if that is when we become the most happiest, when we do have the aha moment, we're like, okay, now I get it. Now I get it. Now I understand everything I went through. Yeah. And how it's going to make me happier here if I want to do it differently.
1: Yeah. Ooh, I'm also thinking because we have multiple lives, like maybe you have multiple aha moments, you know, like maybe you had an aha moment in your teens and that was one of your lives. And now you're like in your twenties and you have your next aha moment. I mean, everyone's going to have it in their own time. But this is a really fascinating thought because I also believe like we are all energies and the knowledge and the powers within us and we can just tap into it. Yeah. We just aren't always open or ready yeah. for that. Exactly. Like
0: it's kind of like I don't know, like it's like loosening up a pickle jar. Yeah you know what I mean? <laughs> like you're like, she kind of learned the lesson. But not really, because she's doing the same shit again. Mm-hmm. But it loosened up the pickle jar. Yeah. And then when you finally, finally, finally choose to stop repeating the same patterns, that pickle jar opens up, pops open, mm. and you're fully fully having access to that past life consciousness. And you're like, oh shit, now I get it. Now I get why I needed to stop doing that in order to feel happier here. Yeah. This is what my past life was trying to teach me.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes. I like that. I right? like that idea. Because I feel like, too, it, to me, is, like, an encouragement that you you will figure it out if you keep trying to experience new things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the answers are there for you if mm-hmm. you're willing and courageous enough to try.
0: Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. I just feel like sometimes we get so caught up in, like, what's happening here and, like, I'm all about being curious and learning from other people. Like, other people obviously have a lot to teach you in this life, but I feel like we have a lot to teach ourselves. Yeah. And we sometimes neglect how powerful we are and mm-hmm. everything that we've gone. And Obviously, age has a lot to do with it. I feel like when you're younger, you're not taken seriously. Even people in your 20s, 30s, when people are in your 50s and 60s, they think they know a lot more than you. Yeah. And granted, maybe in this lifetime, you've gone through more things, but you don't know my soul. I don't know your soul. Right. I don't know what our souls have gone through. I, I personally, th- I know I'm an old soul because I was five and I hated the way people
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was fed up.
0: <laughs> Capital rising shit.
1: you so your shit from a young no, age. No, but seriously,
0: <laughs> you know, depending on like what your soul has gone through, I feel like you have so much experience. At this thing called life. Yeah. And we just need to have a way of like, you know, obviously spirituality. We need to use spirituality to access that part of ourselves and access our guides, our spiritual guides. Mm -hmm. And our higher self in order to make better decisions and be happier and not repeat the same lessons. For
1: sure. And I feel like too often we do look for our answers in other people or other things or other places. Yeah, 100%. And, like, at the end of the day, you only have you, you know? Like, you need to be validating yourself. Mm -hmm. And, like I said, too often I think we're asking our friends, our family, our our lovers about what we should be doing. But keep asking yourself because the answer will come to you. Mm -hmm. You know, like, you are – the captain of your own ship and you're going to navigate it best. And I feel like actually sometimes people go to other people as a cop-out because then they can blame them when something goes wrong. They don't want to have to be like, oh, well, this is, I made the decision. It's all my fault. I fucked it up. I suck, you know, which is which is not the case at all. Um, but I feel that's why maybe some people always go to others rather than seeking it within themselves. But that's the dangerous game.
0: Yes. And I feel like to piggyback off of that, we want people to validate us in order to feel better about the decision. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, it's almost like you feeling something is not enough. Like, (laughs) you need other people to back you up to feel good about it. It's like, well, maybe you don't feel that good about it. If you yourself don't have enough energy and enough positivity towards this decision, Mm. then maybe it's not a good decision. If you need 10 other people to agree with you for you to feel good about it, maybe it's not a good decision. Like, the simplest thing is, when you want to get back with someone, like, you don't tell other people because you know what they're going to tell you Yeah, and them telling you that makes you feel shitty about your decision so you're almost just like okay well you know what I don't gotta tell nobody this is my business okay
1: (laughs) but like (laughs) you know what I mean no for sure (laughs) it's a cop out it is a total cop out and it's just you're selling yourself short you are and again you're so
0: powerful yourself like you can I think sometimes we need to realize you can have other people's opinions and you can figure out, like, through their experience how you feel about a situation, but ultimately it should be your decision. Yeah. You shouldn't just follow suit and be like, well, they said that, so I'm going to do that. That also, I feel like, weakens your own intuition. 100 Because you don't ever listen to your own voice. Yes. And a lot of people, they're like, what is intuition? I don't feel my intuition. Well... Have you ever made any decisions by yourself? Yeah. Or do you constantly need other people to validate you? Right. Then your voice just becomes more quiet. And also it becomes shy. It becomes weak. Because every time it's tried to tell you something, you don't listen to it. Yeah. And not to say you can't strengthen that muscle again, but it's going to take work. Because your whole life, you've probably told it to shut up.
1: Yeah. And listen to other people. Yeah. Telling you what to do.
0: And it makes their egos bigger and bigger. That's yeah. why people that are controlling, they get mad when you start, you know, setting boundaries, when you don't share things with them anymore. They're like, well, what do you mean? You always come to me. I'm the one that usually tells you how to go about things. Yeah. You know, and they get offended because their their ego gets offended. If, yeah. if they didn't operate from a place of ego, they'd be happy that you're able to finally use your own intu- intuition to make decisions. But now they feel like they don't have control over you. Their ego feels that way.
1: Yeah, 100%. I want people, too, to, like, trust themselves more with this. Yeah. And also, like, when you're struggling to trust yourself, be kinder to yourself with this. Mm -hmm. You know, because I feel like um, when maybe you're questioning and you're doubting, like, yes, you feel lost and you're like, I'm confused and you feel frustrated. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that you seek solace in other people. That means you be patient and give yourself grace and time to figure it out. Yeah. Like while you figure it out, you know, mm-hmm. like you do that for your friends and your family and your loved ones and your coworkers, right? So do that for yourself as well. I feel like we really struggle. We do. That.
0: and I, I mean, like me too. It's kind of crazy that we're talking about this and exactly what you're saying right now because we're going through Mercury retrograde and Taurus. And just in terms of Taurus energy, when it comes to Mercury, how slow they process things, how they take their time. And even yeah. with Mercury retrograde, even more than ever, yeah. backing it up and being <laughs> slow. You yeah. know what I mean? We could all... Do well to to learn that. To be like, you know what? If I don't know right now, it's okay. Yeah. I don't need to move faster to, to, to fi- attain try and figure that it out. Knowledge. Yeah. If anything, maybe I need to slow it down more. Mm. And sometimes I feel like we feel like we need to make a decision in three days. Sit on it. Sit on it. Keep You're like, sitting. well, I don't know. I don't know. Just tell the universe, I need a sign, I need a sign, I need help.
1: Yeah. Say that. Mm-hmm.
0: You don't always gotta know right away.
1: Straight up. And like I know it's uncomfortable waiting to find that answer, but again, like I said, that's when you give yourself kindness and patience while you are waiting during that period. Yeah. And like Sarah said, keep asking for help or an answer, and it will come. I feel like
0: rushed, <laughs> unsure decisions are bad, de- bad decisions. Yeah. If well, you 100%. feel completely sure about something and you want to be quick with it i think that's okay Mm -hmm. because your intuition is telling you yes 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 it's yes if your intuition is unsure you shouldn't be rushing to make a decision
1: yeah no for sure because you might regret it seriously and honestly i've even learned that sometimes my intuition is like yes go for it i still wait 24 hours and if to make right. sure that I'm feeling that way the next day. Because sometimes I get just easily excited about things, yeah. genuinely. And you, you know? and you know yourself. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. You know your energy. Right. And mm-hmm. there have been times where I went all in and it was a bust. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Right. So you have to learn yourself, trust yourself, right? Like I need a day to process. Yeah. That's me. That's always going to be me. Some people are like, I know right away. And that's... Great for you, and I encourage you to act when you feel most comfortable because, again, that's you trusting yourself.
0: That's actually crazy. Um, I don't know why. This doesn't really tie into it that much, but it kind of does. It reminds me of this documentary I was watching with Drake, and he was talking about like the 72-hour rule Mm. where he – if something comes out about him, if someone's talking shit or some news outlet saying something – he sits on it for 72 hours before something bigger happens and no one's talking about him anymore. Like, he always says that. He's like, this is how I stay out of shit, the 72-hour rule. People are always going to talk about something else. Mm -hmm. So instead of rushing and feeling like you have to say something, just be quiet for 72 hours. Yeah. And he's a Scorpio Mercury. Yeah. You know, and I feel like that is so interesting because I feel like a lot of times as people, we – We want to rush to do everything. Yeah. Someone says something, we want to reply right away. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Someone says something about you that, you know, it it made you feel some type of way. You feel like you have to now stand up for yourself. And you do, depending on what it is. But I feel like, especially when you're in media, I feel like it's it's a good idea to just sit back. Mm -hmm. Sit back. Because people usually are going to find something else to talk about. That's how the world works.
1: Yes. No, we'll get
0: bored easily.
1: 100%. And I thought that was
0: so fascinating cuz you really don't hear that much about Drake. <laughs> well,
1: you really don't. You really don't. L- literally the last thing I can think of and it's kind of silly. Oh, um, either the diamonds or the Meek Mill thing,
0: <laughs> and the Meek Mill thing was huge. And like, right? Or like his his kid being a secret, like right. all that shit. Like, but that's I can three count it on five. Things, right. <laughs> on five fingers, yeah. No, seriously.
1: No, but I think it does really relate because it goes back to what you're saying that you do not have to rush through things. Yeah. Everything in our society tells us to go quick, 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 fast, 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 fast. Yeah. Move, move now, 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 now. <laughs> no, seriously like you don't Especially have with the to age do of technology. That. yes okay
0: dude dude Did. <laughs> okay so um my boyfriend Miguel he sent me um as of mine I don't know his name I'm saying for you guys <laughs> um
1: I know him. it's
0: it's weird like using you know verbiage for like someone that's like your sister and like you know people that maybe are watching us for the first time <laughs> um he sent me this tiktok if Lisa. you like conspiracy theories, stay put if you don't leave cuz like, <laughs> <we> like <laughs> Why have are fun you here? here. <laughs> <Yeah>. Actually. <laughs> conspiracy theories, right. I say it in quotation marks. Right. So, fun,
1: fun fact about, about go ahead. Sorry. Fun fact about conspiracy theories, the FBI created that word. Yeah,
0: to make people it's to gaslight you. Exactly. Like Oh, what you're saying is absolutely correct, but we're going to call it a conspiracy theory to make you feel dumb for Uh finding out the truth. To confuse you. Exactly. To make you doubt it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was, yeah, watching the TikTok he sent me, and it was talking about how essentially in the Ethiopian calendar, there's like 13 months. Mm -hmm. um, And essentially in their calendar right now, it would be – the year, or, no, no, how can I say this? Okay, so, essentially, because they have 13 months, Mm -hmm. 2020 was actually 2012. Oh. Yeah, so, essentially, remember how they were saying, in in December 21st, 2012, the world will end. Yeah. So, when they did the calculations, it's actually December 21st, 2019, right before 2020 happened. Oh. And they're essentially saying, at that time also, that year, a lot of people's, when you looked at the digital clocks, the times were off just that year.
1: Mm. And even the ball drop,
0: the timing was off.
1: I do remember that. So they're
0: saying that after 2020, we entered like a new phase of like consciousness, like oh. a consciousness, like a dimensional change. Which, how many times have we been saying since that 2020, knows. shit feels weird. Yes. It's off. It doesn't feel the Nothing's same.
1: Nothing's been the same. <laughs>
0: Bro, I I'm was mind blown I'm wearing a long sleeve, but I
1: literally have chills. Yeah.
0: What? So I'm going to actually Holy try God. and link that TikTok, yeah. obviously, in the description box. Because I want you guys to get the full grasp of it. Because I did my best to try and summarize it. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it was so interesting. Oh Isn't that crazy? Gosh,
1: that is Crazy. And and I, I believe
0: in multi-dimensional universes. Oh, yeah. I believe that there's other Earths. I believe there's other me's. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. I do. I also feel like yeah. When we That's get deja right. vu, we're really tapping into another one of our consciousnesses, mm-hmm. and we're like, oh shit. And you tap back in, you're like, oh what? What's <laughs> yeah. <about?"> <laughs> <laughs> or Raven Simone moment. I hear it. Literally.
1: Isn't that crazy? Yes. I'm. I'm in shock. I'm I mean, in shock. I believe it, but I feel that we are in a different yeah. time yeah. and space. It, it, seriously. Because people just be, act- they've been acting real. B 2020 and A 2020. <laughs> okay, before 2020. <laughs> it's weird. It is weird. Yeah, people feel, like, new and confused right now, I feel like. Everyone, is. You know, it's like, know. what's
0: happening? What's and happening? Uh, we used to think, oh, it was the <laughs> pandemic. It was the pandemic. Mm. But shit just feels
1: even more off-putting than yeah. just the pandemic. No, for sure. It feels like something new is trying to be created or built right for now. For sure. And, know? like,
0: also with, like, Pluto moving into well. Aquarius. Yeah. Like, all this shit is a lot. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I wish instead of, like, fucking stupid politicians, we had, like, spiritual people that came from above aliens. And they're like, (laughs) yes, there was a shift. (laughs) Right. You know, that's why I want to watch on TV, not stupid-ass fucking CNN and Fox.
1: Tell us the truth! I want the good aliens (laughs) down here right now! Right. (laughs) Tell me! No mind control, keep it straight with me. No, seriously. Because I heard so many, I'll be doing that. No, there's good
0: aliens and bad aliens. No, for, for sure. For sure. Yeah,
1: that's why I said I want the good ones, not the exactly. bad ones. Exactly. No. Know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. None mm-hmm. of that funny shit, y'all. No,
0: seriously. I do not
1: accept. No. You got to tell the aliens that if do they come not and try. probe me. Right, exactly. <laughs>
0: Mm-mm. No. I just I've always said this. I feel like for a fact, if they were to get me, they would drop me right back off. Like, she's the crazy, she's crazy. She was fighting the whole time. Right. No, I feel like they know not even to come our way. Oh, no, literally. They're like operating on me, and I'm like, mm. and like I pop open an eye, I'm like, I see you. i have been waiting for you. And they're like, uh-uh. She can talk to us. And I just keep asking questions. So like the multi-dimension. <laughs>
1: Like, get her out of here. She's a chatty one. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay, actually, I saw this funny TikTok, and it kind of relates to this. Basically, the TikTok was saying that, you know, on television, they're always showing us the truth about the world. And so, in one of, I think it was called Disjointed. Yeah. It basically does, like, this clip talking about this exactly.
0: Oh, my God. (laughs) About
1: how, like, the aliens... Come and abduct people, and they prefer people, and this is this is bad. This is what the this is what the show said. Okay, not Maya, they, not Maya. Okay, <laughs> that they, they prefer dumb and like <laughs> fat people because <laughs> oh I'm sorry. What the <laughs> they're fuck? easier to take. <laughs> that is so fucked up. <laughs> I know, I shouldn't be laughing. What? But the? you can you can. It was like this whole triangle of like. People most likely to be taken? Most likely to be taken, and how the government has a whole deal with the aliens, and that's why they've been messing up our food, and they give us, like, bad television. Oh, Maya. Yeah. (laughs) I'm having, like, a brain aneurysm (laughs) right now.
0: Because, you know, when you look at the chart of, of the world map of where the most alien invasions happen is America. Stop it. Yes! You no! Haven't, <laughs> you, you haven't seen the chart? No. Oh, it's like you see the dots everywhere in America. No! Okay, I'm gonna send you this TikTok. And which, which country has the worst food and, yeah. I'm sorry, has the most unhealthy people? Yeah. And wants us to stay dumb?
1: Yeah, so apparently America. they made a deal with the aliens to take over the dumb and fat people. <laughs> and that's why they also give us shitty food and they numb us with media. And pharmaceuticals. Yes, and the pharmaceuticals. Because mm-hmm.
0: then, if you see an alien, they're like, "Well, Martha from that suburb, all she does is pop pills. She doesn't know right. anything about aliens.
1: <laughs> she won't wake up like this. <laughs>
0: Literally, the Zanny has her out like a light. Right. <laughs> yeah, dude. No, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna show you, and I'll post the map here too. Um,
1: it's fucked up, y'all. <laughs> it's all connected. <laughs> Do you think aliens have astrological signs? <laughs> I think so. For sure. Right? I think
0: they do. Yeah. I mean, I think everyone does. Yeah. You were created here. Right. Yeah, no, they do. I mean, <laughs> everything in this planet, in this world, in this universe has yeah. a sign. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Right?
0: I mean, like they're, they they're extraterrestrial. The yeah. planets are out there. Right.
1: They may have their... I was thinking about this. Like, maybe they don't... I mean, and there's other types of astrology. You know what I mean? Like we mostly follow like Western, but there's Vedic, um, which is also side real. Yeah. And I feel like there's probably other ones that I can't really for sure. There's so many Um, and different ways to go about it. Yeah. Yeah, So I wonder.
0: That would be so fascinating. Right. I want to ask an alien about it. That's what I would ask on (laughs) the operating table. (laughs) So what's your sign? (laughs) What is it called mm. when an alien comes down? Abduction. I, oh, abduction. There you go. Mm. I was putting mm. invasion.
1: <laughs> alien invasion. I'm like, it's not there.
0: <laughs> Bro.
1: It's like only in America.
0: It's a bright <laughs> motherfucking orange, And guys. a little
1: bit in like Europe, it looks like. Wow. That is shocking and just scary.
0: Very scary. Oh
1: my gosh! Did we just crack the code? I think so. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. god! I'm
0: so freaked out. If we disappear after this, it was either the aliens right. or the United if States we're not government. We're
1: allowed to mouse this <laughs> <Or> episode. <both. laughs> Imagine. Right? They're like, you can't, you can't put this up. <laughs> Had posted all in clips. My right. I might have nightmares about that now. Don't have nightmares. I think we I all- mean because they're not gonna deck me, so yeah. it's fine. No,
0: I think like just like we all have CIA Asians attached to us, we also have good aliens attached to us. Yeah. So our good aliens are taking care of us. Mm-hmm. And don't my worry. other
1: spirits and energies exactly. are like, don't fuck with her. If anything, they're like, see? <laughs>
0: I wanted you to learn this. <laughs> Finally. Finally.
1: Right. <laughs> how you can better protect yourself exactly you know mm. eat good food
0: <laughs> seriously
1: don't you know I know I want to have a so farm so
0: bad dude I want to yeah. have a farm I want to have my own produce my own meat like I would love that
1: <sighs> that would be amazing yeah mm-hmm. I would love to have go to my own village the booth
0: it'd be so cute, so cute. I have the green thumb my family mm-hmm. had farms in Iran I grew up in Same. my parents my grandparents farmlands and would feed the horses and the cows and would be around the lambs mm-hmm. and, like,
1: all the fun stuff. Mm-hmm, that farm life. Uh-huh. Let's talk about the last two questions we have for the zodiac signs. Remember, this was a list that we've been slow dripping to, y'all. So, the last two signs that we have are Aquarius and Pisces. But first, let's go through Aquarius. So, Aquarius, question we have for you is, why do you stay loyal to those who barely deserve it?
0: Oh, my God. That's kind of harsh. That's really fucking harsh. I feel like because it's in their comfort zone. Yeah. Um, that fixed. You know? Like, we talk about how Taurus keeps people around that don't deserve to be around mm-hmm. no mo. Aquarius sometimes does that, too. And I feel like with Aquarius, more than any other sign, their friends are their chosen family. Yeah, And if... You know how they say, like, blood is thicker than water... For normal people. And like, you should always try to mend things with your family. Like, even if they did you dirty, 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 dirty. Bring him back. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I'm just like, what is wrong with you? So I feel like the same applies for Aquarius. Like, they're like, if I were to let go of someone that I consider family... Like, who am I? Like, what do I even stand for? Yeah. So they have a really hard time letting go of friendships.
1: For sure. And
0: partners that no longer deserve them because they don't trust people easily. That's And they're facts. very scared of of having to start a whole new relationship and friendship.
1: Mm-hmm. They're like, I put the time in. And <laughs> like,
0: like I said in our one of our videos that we just filmed about emotional detachment, yeah. Aquarius shares their emotion with 1.5 people. You know what I mean? Like, if... But one of those people is gone. Now they have to do that with someone else. Like, that's very uncomfortable for them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And another aspect to this, again, kind of bring it back to the video we just had. I feel like Aquarius... Is able to keep these friends maybe sometimes because they can atta- detach from their emotions. They're yeah. like, okay, well, I'm gonna detach from you, put you on ice for a little bit, yeah. and then I can come back in a couple of months or whatever in that very specific situation where I like to be with you. And that's why I can keep you as a friend. Yeah. You know, because I keep you in this little spot that I like you to be. Oh, you're and I can so right. put you on ice and visit you only when I want to.
0: Yeah. I agree. And, you know, I feel like sometimes with Aquarius, when their friends aren't treating them right, they can, like you said, they can just decide, well, you know what? Like, that's not that big of a deal. Yeah. That's not that big of a deal. And I'm not the type of person that that cares so much. They want to be the cool friend. They yes. They want to be the cool partner. Yes. They're, you know what I mean? Yes. They, they don't want to be the one that's like doing the most or yeah. whatever. And it's like, well, what does that even really mean? Like you having boundaries and you telling people they can't do shit like that because it hurts your feelings It makes right. you uncool. Right. Like fuck
1: that. Right. Sometimes it's like them staying loyal but it's like them not have, willing to have those hard conversations about their emotions yeah. and how you cross my boundary. Like, For an Aquarius, I feel like when you cross their boundary, they leave. They cut you out. You know, they're like, okay, well, like I said, they're going to put you on ice. Yeah. So, (laughs) is it really always staying loyal? I don't know, Aquarius. Yeah. For some of them, it is. Kind of back to like what you were saying in the beginning, and I 100% agree with that. But sometimes I think it's like people's perception that they keep them around, but it may not really be a deep, fulfilling connection for yeah. Aquarius like they like they crave.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I feel like Aquarius, you're right. They're really good at keeping people at arm's length and because they're such social beings, like they're really good at being with the community and bringing yeah. people together. It's easy for people to think that they're closer than they actually are to them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, next up we have Pisces, last of this list. So if you want the other signs, go watch our other podcast episodes. Mm-hmm. How do you feel... Oh, yeah. How do you fool others into thinking that they know so much about you when they only know a fraction? Ooh. Oh, actually, I think that's very true. <laughs> <So> true. <laughs> we tend to forget how private Pisces can be, just like Cancer and Scorpio. Yes. Because they're mutable, I feel like they kind of are really good at just talking about everything and anything and bouncing ideas off of you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, Pisces, it's ruled by the 12th house. You know, the 12th house is your subconscious, the hidden truths, the mm-hmm. hidden parts of you. So it's so easy for people to think they know Pisces because they're social and because they are really good at, like, expressing all their feelings, but you don't really know the deep core of Pisces. Yeah. That's, like, who they really are. And, like, that's why I love I love my Pisces boyfriend so much. Like, he's, he's actually more social than me, um, but, like, People don't really know, like, the depths of him. Yeah. And and I feel so special that I get to know that side of him.
1: Yeah. And I cherish it. For sure. I feel like Pisces, like, um, friends and lovers and, you know, family members, they're such a good, like, mirror for you. They mirror your energy a lot. They help you reflect, yeah. right? And it's beautiful energy, but sometimes when they're doing that, you don't know what's on their side of the mirror. Yeah.
0: You know what it's I so mean? so true.
1: They hold, they actually hold their deepest feelings and thoughts like very close to their chest. Yeah. And similar to Aquarius and like other water signs, they share it with like one person. Yeah. You know, the person that they really trust. And I feel like um, also with Pisces, you know, like they're, moving and floating around, and you have to be patient and willing to stick around to get there. Like, I think other people love to talk about themselves, Mm -hmm. and Pisces will allow you to do that, and you're not asking them questions.
0: Yeah. You know? I feel like for Pisces, too, their emotions were probably used against them at some point. Mm -hmm. A lot growing up, and they feel ashamed by how much they feel, you know? So they choose to not share that that side of them with too many people yeah. and if they do it's very controlled like you know what I mean like they're not really sharing all of it yeah until they're around someone that they feel really comfortable around and that no they won't judge them yeah you know 100 Aquarius and Pisces like they just they hate that their emotions are used against them Hmm. I mean all humans do but these two are very sensitive in yeah that
1: sense. they really take it to heart to and heart. it will keep you from ever getting to know them and experience like Really getting to experience them. Like, you think you know them, but you really have no idea who they are. Yeah. Like, yeah. at all. <laughs> you you don't. All right, y'all. Let's talk about some couples, some Zodiac couples now. And um, let's start off with Leo and Aquarius. <laughs> this love match. They are titled the Willful Spotlight Stealers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What, what are they, stealing so the spotlight from good. each other? Yes. <laughs> Yes, they go back and forth. Yeah, and literally. Literally. Genuinely. Because
0: it's so funny how Aquarius thinks like they're not an attention whore while they're literally yes. with a microphone discussing all their ideas. Yes. And like pushing
1: you to listen to them. Also, Loki doing everything to try and stand out too. No, literally. You know they're what I mean? so different. Right. You see how
0: different I am? Like you need to really look at me because I'm doing things so
1: differently. Right. <laughs> And these signs are so funny because I feel like out in the wild, like an Aquarius would be like, "I would never date a Leo," and a Leo would be like, "I would never date an Aquarius." But I actually see these couples so <laughs> they much. gravitate
0: towards each they other. Do. They really do. They, they love really each other. They do.
1: They love each other. I feel like their energy matches. They both want to be appreciated for their uniqueness mm-hmm. and their um, fresh new ideas. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> and. They love they to shine will, in their own way. Exactly. And they will listen and they will hype each other up uh-huh. in that way. And I love a good fire-air duo.
0: I feel like, um, you know, <laughs> Aquarius loves being quiet sometimes uh-huh. and, and Leo is more than happy too. Use that space to talk, 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 chat, chat, chat. Mm-hmm. But the only time I see that being a problem is if Leo doesn't provide that same space for Aquarius once in a while. Yeah, like it's, I feel like it would be really, really easy for for Leo to kind of take control over that relationship, and mm-hmm. then Aquarius will start feeling like they don't matter. Yeah, and I don't want that to happen.
1: No, for sure. Or
0: for Aquarius to judge Leo for being into, you know being a little vain or, like, you know, Mm -hmm. wanting to stand out Mm -hmm. and caring about the way that they're perceived and looked. Yeah. Um, Because, you know, that's just Leo. They enjoy being in the spotlight. They enjoy all things luxury. Um, So, like, if they're into that, Aquarius, and you're not, which is totally fine, don't judge them for it. Because that's what makes them happy.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. 100%. I feel like... There are things that obviously you guys are going to like differently, but I feel like both of their fixed nature, if you have similar um, things that you like, like you will stick together. Yeah. You know, because they will love doing those things with each other Mm -hmm. and it will be fun and like a good back Mm -hmm, and forth mm -hmm. um, for them which I feel both of these signs really want and need from their partners Mm -hmm. you know like Aquarius loves to be analytical and communicating all the time and Leo wants to be communicating as well too but like playing and feel just like you are into them Mm -hmm. you know both of these signs really want to know that you are into them Mm -hmm. and that's why I think that they make a good pairing, actually. I love these two <laughs> together. Shout out Carl and Lindsay from Summer House. Yes! <laughs> Next, we got Taurus and Capricorn, and they're known as the stable couple. Stable lovers.
0: Yeah, I mean...
1: <laughs> they're earth signs. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like this couple... Hot take. Yes, no, I feel like this couple, if... Not careful could be just too comfortable and not challenging in the relationship. I feel like you guys have a lot of the same values and um you both really, you know, value work and family. Um And I want you guys to like branch out a little bit, you know, have a little bit of like excitement in your life. And Capricorn could possibly bring that. Um, but I just feel like it could be too, too steady moving with these two, in my opinion. Um,
0: yeah, I feel like, you know, I want to get excited for them too. Yeah. I feel like we were excited about the other <laughs> ones. Um, I feel like with them, they, obviously because they're earth, obviously when it's the same element, you're going to, it's going to be a little bit more easy and less challenging. hmm Um, your whole chart matters too.
1: 100%.
0: But I do feel like with these two, one thing that I will say, I feel like they will have a lot of fun experiencing things together and spending money on said experiences. Mm. These two signs value money and luxury So I could see them having a really beautiful home together. Mm -hmm. I could Mm -hmm. see them going on very grand vacations Mm -hmm. together. Mm -hmm. Um, They (laughs) are not cheap, (laughs) (laughs) you know, because they're both such hard workers and they value value life experiences. You know, they they want their money and everything that they've worked hard for to. To show in some way. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because they both don't also are really good at like not overspending when it comes to dumb shit. Mm -hmm. So what they do spend together and when they do come together and agree on what they want to spend money on, they can have a really beautiful life together.
1: For sure. They could definitely be a power couple in the sense like of they're on their boss shit. You know? And I also think that, you know, Taurus will be able to build a comfortable home for Capricorn to come back to, you know, um, I feel like Capricorn, we always say is like outworking, you know, and Taurus will do a really good job of creating a familial space and home for them to come back and relax into. And I feel like Capricorn will be very grateful for the safe space that um, Taurus creates for them.
0: Right. I also feel like maybe Capricorn will help Taurus feel motivated and will push them to step outside of their comfort Mm. zone once in a while because they're that cardinal Mm -hmm. earth energy. Mm -hmm. But they're not doing it in an aggressive way like a fire sign or an air sign. Maybe they will actually teach them that, like, you know, you can move at your own pace, but you can still try things that are out of the box. Mm. And you can still be motivated to try something new and move ahead in life rather than just sticking with what you're comfortable with. And flipped, on the other side, I feel like Taurus's calm energy – Will maybe teach Capricorn that you can take it easy and you do deserve to rest. You do deserve to take Mm -hmm. a break from all of your hard work. Mm -hmm. But not in a way that, you know, Capricorn can't respect. Yeah. Because you have to be very, very aware of how you tell Capricorn to relax. Right. If you're someone who is... Someone who is... How do I want to say this? If you're someone who... Is not taken seriously. Capricorn doesn't care about what you're telling them. Yeah, but I feel like Taurus is responsible. Mm-hmm. So the way they will tell Capricorn to take it easy and rest, maybe Capricorn will will actually listen.
1: Yeah. Okay, you changed my mind. Maybe these two are a little match made in heaven. I I think <laughs> they are. I think I, like I feel like obviously when you're with the
0: same element, it's, it works yeah, for a reason. Totally. You just can't get
1: complacent. Yeah. For sure. But this last point that you made that like, you know, maybe Capricorn will help push Taurus Mm -hmm. um, and challenge them to do new things and step out of their box. Like, I really, I really like that. And it will be in a way that they understand and respect. Exactly. And vice, and vice versa. Because they're
0: both still earth signs. So they're not like making each other change like crazy. Right. They're still moving at a slower, steady pace. Yeah. So they're able to feel comfortable while said change is happening. Right. For Taurus taking risks and for Capricorn being more restful and intentional with yeah. how they're spending their time.
1: Right. Which is something they very much need too. Like you mm-hmm. can rest
0: and work hard. Exactly. And you can rest, I mean, and still be motivated to do shit.
1: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. I approve. (laughs) Maya stamp of approval. I approve. I approve. Go ahead. Go ahead.
0: Okay, so I read another quote. (laughs) I just love reading things Uh and being like, hmm, I want to talk about this on the podcast. Yes. Okay, so I saw this quote that was like, excessive overthinking is usually due to a childhood where you were hyper-criticized. Ain't that the And it hit home for me (laughs) because, you know, I'm an overthinker. Um, And also my Chiron, which is the wounded healer in Mm -hmm. astrology is in Virgo. And we know Virgos are very, 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 very overcritical and just love to overthink and analyze. And I, I read that thing. I read that quote and I was like, damn, that hurt. And it's so fucking true. Like I, I've said this before, I'm I've gotten better at it, but I'm constantly thinking about how I'm being perceived, what my decisions say about me, um, if I'm doing too much, if I'm doing too little, like, did that hurt someone, did that hurt their feeling? Are they mad at me because I did this or I didn't do this? And I'm not really giving people a chance to tell me how they feel. I'm almost assuming mm. that they're mad at me or they feel some type of way about me or how I'm coming off. And yeah, it's definitely because I felt criticized as a child. And maybe it's because of my culture. Maybe it's because of just my family dynamic. Maybe it's because I'm the youngest. Whatever it may be, I feel like life would be a lot easier if I stopped thinking about how other people feel about me and my decisions and just
1: allowed them to come to me Yeah, if something <laughs> I did wrong. <laughs> yeah. is wrong. Yes, life would be so much easier. This also very much hits for me. I feel like... Um, As a child, I always felt like I had to try and keep the family together. And when things went wrong, um, you know, people got upset. They yelled at me. I always considered – or people were yelling in general, you know. And I always considered it my fault because, again, I was like, I feel like this is my duty to try and keep the family together. And that's way too much pressure for a child. You know what I mean? And in addition to that, yeah, like I feel like – Parents, in general, as you're growing, like they can be so critical and unaware of what they're really saying to yeah. their children, yeah, and like I said in the last podcast, I had a Virgo mom, so sometimes her mouth was really reckless, and that stuff still sticks with me, mm-hmm. you know, and so i I hear her. In situations where, you know, it's similar with other people and I'm just thinking, oh, well, everyone's feeling how my mom was feeling in that moment or everyone's feeling how that parent was feeling in that moment. And that's not true at all, you know, (laughs) but I'm so still stuck there and worried about how you didn't, you know, smile at me when I said this and now, like, my whole world is crumbling down, you know? Yeah. And it's just not healthy It's not. And you know what?
0: Another thing we need to talk about is the trauma of having an older brother. Oh, my Especially, because I have two older (laughs) brothers. One of them is way older than me, and, like, he was an angel to me, like... I mean, I love both my brothers, but, like, growing up, my older, older brother, like, he was so sweet to me. Yeah. Um, and then the brother that's right after me in age, mm-hmm. he's, like, uh, he the like, four years. Yeah. <laughs> like, I hear his voice when I'm feeling insecure. Like, yeah. Like, you know how older brothers are? For sure. They're, like, you ugly. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you think you're fucking cute. Like, right. what is that? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, while we can laugh about it now, mm-hmm. like, those... You're so impressionable at that age that those yes. negative voices those are the ones that like take over, yes, um those are the voices you hear in your head because mm-hmm. you're usually not your own voice, no, they're the voices that you that imprinted on your brain mm-hmm. and your heart when you were at a very young and impressionable age, yeah, you know, and like the trauma of having an older <laughs> brother is is something that needs to be spoken about more <laughs> it really does. and it sucks because it's like now like. I love being around and my, my brother was a Gemini. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, gosh. My brother was a fucking Gemini. So he thought it was yes. so funny to make little jokey jokes yes. at my expense. Um, my Gemini moon took that to heart, and I took that personally. Yes. <laughs> But like, it's, shit ain't funny. No, seriously. <laughs> um, but it's just funny now because, like, at this age, like, I love being around him. Like, we yeah. literally have the loudest laughs together. Mm-hmm. Like, we really just start clowning on people together. Yeah. But it wasn't funny when I was the clown.
1: Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> funny when it was happening to me. I was the fun of the show. No, literally. No. Literally. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, the trauma from my older brother, I could... Right. I could write a book about it. I could write an encyclopedia of <laughs> um, books on Literally. it. Each, you know, each letter deserves like a certain
0: trauma. <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs>
1: Different trauma. So if you have trauma <laughs> when it comes to like older siblings, this is a safe space. Comment it down below. Yes. Comment it down below. Yes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm pretty sure my brother hated me until I was a teenager. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> like I'm convinced. Yeah. Because he would do some really mean things. Dude. And say some really mean things. I mean, I also said mean yeah. things, but I was just a child. I didn't know. Right. I'll never forget. I feel bad. And I know this is a core memory for him <laughs> I think I was like six or seven. And me and my brother have like three and a half years' age difference mm-hmm. for school years. Anyways, it was right around the time when, you know, you're a teenager, he's starting to get pimples. Wait, that's how me and my brother's. <laughs> oh, <did>. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And I just remember he was starting to get pimples, and I was like, what's that on your face? And I pointed. I was like, oh my, I remember what's that? that? <laughs> and he got so upset.
0: I obviously, obviously. I I, I would
1: mortified.
0: You're such a Sagittarius. I
1: am no. I'm, I'm mortified that I said that to you're like, him.
0: You're like, the truth shall set you free. I, what's that? <laughs> but
1: I didn't know. No, you didn't.
0: That's fucking hilarious.
1: <gasps> yeah. Poor
0: guy. He talks to his therapist about that if he has. Oh,
1: for sure. He did. (laughs) (laughs) He tortured me for like the next
0: month as as well. So that's when it started.
1: Yeah. His (laughs) villain era. Yeah. (laughs) All right, y'all. Thank you so much for kicking it with us on this fine Friday or whatever day you're watching us. Mm -hmm. Um, We love you so, so much. We hope you continue to thrive out here during Taurus season. I know Mercury Retrograde is still going on for a little bit. It should be ending soon. It is ending mm-hmm. soon. Beware of that shadow period. It always yeah. really <clears throat> punches me in the gut a little mm-hmm. bit harder. Mm-hmm. But we're going to be out of it soon. Take care of yourself.
0: Yes, take care of yourself be mentally, good. physically, indulge in the tourist season energy yes. as much as you can. Yes. We're going to link doing. our socials somewhere over here. Mm-hmm. If you're listening on Spotify, Apple, don't forget to leave us a review. Mm -hmm. Five-star, baby, because this is a five-star resort. (laughs) (laughs) Don't forget to subscribe if you're watching us on YouTube. Yes. We love you all so, so much, and we'll catch you later.